Welcome to the local podcast, the podcast about exposing local entrepreneurs and talent around Oklahoma. I'm your host, Ghost, and today I'll be joined by local entrepreneur slash rapper, Easy Money C, as we talk about the ups and downs of not only business, but life itself. Now I tell myself to literally just try different things, bro, and don't be afraid to lose, don't be afraid to fail. You know, keep your head up and keep your spirits high through it as long as your intentions is pure in what you're trying to do and that you pin in an actual heart to it. Just do it, you know, and you can't lose that way. Join us for episode one of the local podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Easy Money G, your host of the local podcast. And today I'm joined by a special guest, most commonly known as Easy Money C. He's also known as just C, CJ. For people that know him from back in the day, C Murder. Today I had the pleasure of being joined by Mr. Easy Money himself. Thank you for joining me, brother. Man, appreciate it, bro. Glad to be here, bro. What's going on, brother? Man, just trying to get in. I'm trying to get in where I fit in, brother, bro. I ain't even going to waste time. Let's get it. I mean, we're here for a purpose. We're here to let the people know that there's talent out here in Oklahoma, whether that be an artist, whether that be a business owner, no matter what the profession. I'm here to make sure people know that. So if you could just tell the people a little bit about your backstory and kind of a little bit about yourself on how you got to this position that you're in now. Man, honestly, uh, for those that commonly know me, I used to play basketball back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to play college ball. That's kind of the thing that I always wanted to do. But I always had aspirations of being great somehow, of starting some type of generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I've always been inspired and really love music, music's been a big part of basketball and just an artistic background from the jump since I was a kid has got me to where I am now to kind of create something that I can identify as my own you know what I'm saying so that's where I came up with being an artist a music artist uh, being an entrepreneur and my clothing brand and that's kind of how it all started bro just something I can call my own you know what I'm saying and go from there so like you said you you tried the basketball route and that was I know personally that was a very passion, deep passion for you. And that was a tough challenge and that you didn't get to the, the goal that you wanted. How were you able to just, I know you said it was your creative side that helped you or find your craft in the, in the music and also in the um, clothing. But how did you pivot mentally from the basketball world into this entrepreneurial world? Uh, honestly, bro. I would be honest, when I stopped hooping, it was kind of a, a gray area where I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go in my pivot. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what direction I wanted to hop in. And basketball was my passion. That was my art in the way I put everything else down. I didn't really, you know, I put all my eggs in one basket, to be honest with you. So um, just literally just finding something that I can transfer that passion and that work ethic into of something that I like to do. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I'm, I'm really a a heavy fan of art of any kind, bro. It could be producing actual art, like anything, anything that's considered an artist or an entrepreneurship, I'm heavy into it in the originality. So that's what kind of turned me around to do something of my own and create my own art, literally, of what I do. So so is there any time period that really influenced your style that you try to bring into today's scene? Honestly, bro, I would have to say Nip's passion, bro. Seriously, that's when I decided to turn it around. I always had the idea in my brain that I wanted to start my own brand and something 
like I've been saying to create my own. But once he passed, it kind of inspired me that there's no reason to wait. Let's just go ahead and do it now. You know, so whatever timing comes is when it comes, you know, let's just get started and let it evolve. So that's why I would say my time period is starting. Right. So for the people that don't know out there, you just dropped the EP four tracks 10 minutes out there east ep everybody go get it on apple and spotify if you don't have it you need to have it it's just that simple but you just spoke about nip and from the ep i can see how heavily he influenced your style but is there any other artists that also help mold it kind of your vision or kind of your style your technique or help improve your technique Yes, it was, it's a, it's actually a, a few artists, bro. Um, I'm heavy into the the origins of hip hop. Uh, I would say mainly like the '90s era. So I'll go with Tupac. Tupac is heavily inspired me by sending a message, you know, in all of his rhymes and all of his music, and it's a message that inspires others to be great, you know what I'm saying, or to pull out of that situation. So I feel like I can improvise that to what I do and get a message out to people that you know probably isn't commonly heard right now. Uh, I had to say, like, the Larry Junes, that's kind of a very uncommon artist out with what's going on right now, you know what I'm saying, as far as his topic of addressing credit, um, taking your time, reading, you know, eating healthier, you know what I'm saying, Dom Kennedy, just by being himself uh, out of his environment, everybody knows I'm from the east side of Oklahoma, and my environment is, you know, has its own trials and tribulations, and he, through to be yourself throughout those environments and your circumstances kind of shows me how to be true to myself and put out something that's genuine, you know, that represents me. I was like, can you talk about your environment real quick, uh, about growing up on the east side of Oklahoma, kind of what you've seen growing up and kind of what, like, led you say a couple things like, yeah, I'm not going to head that way or, you know what, I'm actually going to do, you know, I actually like what I'm seeing. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, honestly, bro, the east side where I'm from is it's very cultural, bro, as far as for the way we dress, um, the type of cars that people like, you know what I'm saying? Um, what we listen to, uh, how we treat each other. And I would say as far as on the positive side, man, it's a lot of great people that that doesn't have a voice or have an opportunity to expose it the way that I do, but it's also always around. You know what I'm saying? We all are a community that uplifts each other. You know, we have our do, we do have our down times to where, you know, it gets active just like any other city that has this, you know what I'm saying, downfalls. But I would say, bro, it's it's very cultural, bro. It's, it's like a family on, uh, in, a, in a very small town. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all Oklahoma City, but on the east side specifically, it's like a big family. Um, what I have to say as far as the road that I did not want to go in, I've seen a lot of people that are supposed to be at the top that the streets led them out. They didn't get a chance to even scratch the surface because they were so intertwined and heavy in the streets or wanted to glorify what's in their environment. And I feel like that would be something that I looked at as like, oh, I don't want to do that. I mean, I got to keep my eye on the prize and what's, you know what I'm saying? What could I do to inspire the next generation? It's not just about me. And, you know, they need to see somebody that can that can actually do it no matter what it is. You know, so that's how I decided to do my thing as far as my environment. It sounds like you're very selfless and, you know. Um, you feel like that will be a common trait, but it's it's really not. You have a lot of people that's focused on just themselves. So where did that really come from? Where even in your songs, you speak about generation generational wealth and about helping others. Where did that that love and come from? Did that, I'm guessing it came from your raising, like being on the east side. But is there any other people or? Uh man, I would have to say literally, my family and just. 
from being a young kid and having my talents in basketball and just being a cool dude, it's been a lot of people that looked out for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of situations that I could have been in heavy that they respected what I had going on and it wasn't just about them. You know what I'm saying? And they looked out for me for my greatest, you know what I'm saying, outcome or outlook. So I would say that just passed down in general. You know, I was raised to not be selfish. Um, matter of fact, I know we're on a podcast together, but you, you know what I'm saying? You're my guy. And we've never been selfish with each other. We always looked out for each other. So just that upbringing has always been like second nature of how I carry out my life. And I don't ever want to get away from those roots, you know what I'm saying? Because once we're going, there's got to be somebody that that still carries it on, no matter that's my family or a whole another child from another state, whatever, anything. You know, that's what it's about. It's not about just me. And when I stop, it's over. So that's why I influence to keep inspiring the next generation or the next person or the next, you know what I'm saying? So. Right. So currently you got the music going with your EPL East. You have the clothing brand Easy Money Eastwear. How did you come up with your logo? What made you want to just pick Easy Money out of all things? Honestly, bro, it's a uh, it's a catchphrase from uh, from playing ball, bro. And I I had a heavy work ethic with playing basketball, bro. And I got a chance to see it. You know what I'm saying? When you work hard, bro, and you're passionate about what you're doing and you're confident in what you're doing, it becomes easy money. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of things that you probably wouldn't be conscious of being easy money is easy money. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that's just how I came up with it, honestly. Just applying my catchphrase from playing ball and my experiences of anything I was passionate about and transferring it to life. So I wanted to make that a lifestyle and, you know, make people feel a part. You know what I'm saying? It's not only just a clothing brand and just being an artist. It's an actual movement. It's a lifestyle. So that's why I would say, bro, where that came from. Okay, okay. Now, on the music side, I got a question for you. Mike Jack, Michael Jackson, once said, I like songs that touch the heart, that stay with a person for a lifetime, and that's most important to me and the people. Do you feel the same way? And if so, how do you convey that through your music? Yes, bro, I do feel the same way. I feel like if you if you can touch somebody's heart within music and it carries within you and them, you then did your job. You know what I'm saying? And you did the job to spark a light in them to convey it to somebody else you know what i'm saying that's how i look at it it's not necessarily about what's going on now you know what i'm saying or what's going on with me it's just i express what's going on with me and how can i help you with what i'm experiencing you know what i'm saying by expressing it to you so that's why i feel bro and it, i feel successful just knowing somebody can take something out the music and actually be like man i feel that you know what i'm saying or this is what i needed to hear to keep going you know what i'm saying i feel like that's the important and the message that we need to get out and that's what I'm looking for to get out to other people. You know what I'm saying? So I can definitely feel that, brother. I can definitely feel that. Now, I know this is your first project, East EP, um, and hopefully you got many more to come. But what does success look like to Easy Money C? Success to me, bro, is, is freedom. You know what I'm saying? Freedom of being free of myself. You know what I'm saying? Being at peace and bringing out the best of myself. You know what I'm saying? And not only being successful for myself, but to be successful for my target audience and others that actually are inspired with what I got going on, you know, that can help somebody else. So that's why I say success is, bro, just freedom and being at peace, bro, literally. I can, okay, I can respect that. You really don't hear that from a lot of young dudes. You know, they want the Lambos respectfully, you know what I'm saying? I want my, one too, though. I say, yeah, facts. I say, I want my track hog, so I can't blame them. I can't blame them. But speaking of your audience, man, what? What is your target audience? Who are you? Whose ear do you want? Uh, Young people that actually, bro, I won't even just say young people. People in general that's looking for a direction to go 
or that's motivated and don't know exactly how to get started. You know what I'm saying? Just to the people that's trying to figure it out. That would be my target audience, man. The people that's actually hustling right now. That's like, man, we in a drought right now. What am I going to do? I don't have the same motivation right now. That's the target audience I'm going for. You know, people that don't have any hope at all. That's the target audience I'm going for. You know, just people that that want better for themselves out their situation and people that are hopeless out their situation. So I pretty much don't have a direct target audience, just people that want the best for them. I say, yeah, you can't even put an age range on no, that. I no. say because it doesn't matter. Everybody goes through those phases, at least at some part of their life. But how did you start when you first started? How did you reach your audience? Were you active on social media? Was it more of an in-person thing? Was it a little bit of combination of both? Um, just tell us about how do you how how did you start getting your audience, and how do you still get your audience to this day compared to when you first like kind of introduced yourself? Uh, first, I would say my audience would be my group of friends that were into music, you know what I'm saying? Just my group of friends in general that were going through the same things I was going through or we just happened to be together to experience, you know what I'm saying? So something that we all could relate to would be my first audience, you know? And as far as the audience that I have today is basically just coming with maturing in my profession, you know, as I continue to move up the ladder at what I do, whether it's entrepreneurship, clothes, being an artist, um, anything, maturing as an as an adult and a person, I just kind of learned to evolve my own audience, you know, and just kind of pick pinpoint, okay, I'm moving up the ladder, this is what I need to hit, because this is where I want to go also, so. Right, 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 I can respect that, I got it, but I really want to deep dive into this album, man, you have four tracks, can you just tell the people why you only selected four tracks and after going through, I know personally, on a personal level, that you went through a kind of a selection process and you narrowed it down to four. But can you tell the people out there why? Uh, four, because this is my first project and I want to set the standard, you know, of what my career is going to be and the message that I'm sending and, and what I'm evolving into, you know. So that way you can kind of look back and be like, oh, this is, this is what it's been from the jump, you know, and actually perfecting that standard, you know, and just going from there. And just let it mold into you, bro. You know, that's why I would like to just keep pushing a project, not just like, okay, this is it. Obviously, it's not it. But, you know, I want you to hear the message. I want you to understand why it's a power for why we should be waiting for the next thing, you know, and just literally see the growth process and perfecting what I do and keeping it rolling. Ashley, can you talk about your creative process, how you – you create your songs. Where do you get your motivation from? Where do you get your inspiration from? I would say my process, bro, is inspired by where I currently am and how can I speak in it to where I want to go. You know, I can I can tell you what, what's going on right now, but also I can tell you what I see right now beyond what's what's going on right now. You know, as um, far as this flows, I just want to create my own identity, bro. So it takes, you know, a lot of rambling and a lot of just tit for tat trying to see what i want to do and it's and i try to perfect that honestly bro i want to sound organic so my process is just taking what i have all creative coming to my brain and putting it out on a on, on a song bro you know just letting it go and making sure that it's organic you know and not repetitive something you can grab from it and that you can actually make stick to your brain instead of something that just goes in one area out the other something you can think on you know so when it's just you the recording mic and Jew, 
What goes through your head, fam? Making sure that I put my heart and passion into it, bro. Because if I put my heart and passion into it, that means that you can feel it within your heart. You know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna that's gonna make you feel it. You know, when you hit certain notes or you at a certain tempo or something, I want it to be something that you feel and not just words that's just going on the song or time that's just being passed through to get to a certain part of the song. I want it to always be something in there that's going to hit. So I make sure that I spread my message that I'm going for it. And when I spread that message, I make sure I hit it hard because that's what I want you to grab, bro. And not that it's only just about making sure I hit certain messages, just going hard. You know, that's how you feel anything, bro. When you're going hard lifting weights, you feel it by, you know what I'm saying, the pain that you got to endure. So that's how I feel about music, you know. Mm, okay. He said both farms, big flex. It's easy money. No pun intended. So I've listened to the EP. I know a couple of people that I've worked with have listened to the EP as well. And the funny part is we all three got different favorite songs. My favorite probably would have to be Hustlers. Uh, one of my coworkers is 98th. Another one is Motion Picture. Was that something you intentionally tried to do to have – a different song be somebody else's favorite song or did that just accidentally happen just naturally within your creative process yes bro it, that's actually what i intended to do i wanted each song to be anybody's favorite song literally you know i don't want there to just be one song that's made to be a hit or made to be that song i feel like i put enough work into all four of them to where i want you to feel that any song can be a favorite song or, you know, everybody will have different opinions, you know. And actually, that was the, the whole intention was to do that, you know. So that way it can show my variety of I can hit different audiences. There may be motion picture and it may be a lot of people that like motion picture, but I have a whole other audience that loves the Tell Me Freestyle, and which is, you know, may not be the most common song to the most common people. Right. But it's somebody's favorite song, no matter how many people it is, you know, so. So somewhere out there, he touches somebody's soul. Right. But we're going to take a little break real quick from all the serious questions. I got a couple of just, you know, ease it up for you real quick. All right, all right. So they're not going to be too hard. Number one, mountains or beaches? Damn. Which ones would you rather have? Would you rather be up in the mountains? Would you be on that beach with that sand? Bro, um... I'm going to have to go with the beaches, bro. The beaches. Why? Why the beaches, man? Um, I feel like I can just, well, mountains is cool, you know, and you can look down and like, damn, it's a lot out there and I'm on top of shit. But with beaches, it's like I can see into where I can't see no more, bro. Literally, I can see and I feel that's how it feels with anything. I can see where I can't see no more. Like, what what else is over there? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the curiosity, <laughs> the natural curiosity. Yeah. All right. All right. New Balance. Or Pumas. Puma, dog. Pumas. Shout out to uh, New Balance, though, but, but Puma. Yeah, Puma. Okay. Fall or spring? Spring. I think that's kind of a summer baby, though, because it's touching my, you know, my home. It's the, the, the warm-up season. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? get you ready. Get you right, get you right. Right. And if you haven't already, while we got a chance at the podcast, Go ahead and download East EP, now available on Apple and Spotify. Go get it today. 
All right, man. I just had to ask those couple of questions real quick. Get us a little loose, man. Oh, me? Because you're not only on the music side, as we as we were talking about earlier. You have been doing the clothing as well. What is your vision with the clothing? I know with the music, you said you want to touch people who's out there struggling and motivate them through their struggle. But what about the clothing? What's really the mission and the vision behind that? Behind the clothing, bro, is that I want people to feel apart, you know? Now, if you necessarily don't listen to hip-hop or something, bro, you can put something on your body to fill a part. You know, something that just the concept of easy money makes inspires you to go get it that day. You know what I'm saying? Or just in the general. Or, you know, something that's original. Like, oh, this is a this is very authentic. Or I feel this way today. That's how I feel that easy money should be represented. It should motivate you to just elevate, bro, and to fill a part of becoming the best you. You know what I'm saying? By wearing it on your body simply. With that being said... I love the brand. I love the model behind it. I love the energy you get behind it. I love the passion behind it, the mission behind it. But in this era now where there's a lot of independent artists, there's a lot of local artists as well, um, streams you really don't make that much money on. Let's be honest. Let's be let's be a hundred. So a lot of artists are out here as well with the merchandise. How do you feel what what do you feel helps your brand stand out? Compared to other people on the clothing side. Something that's consistent, bro. Like, right now I have a consistent logo, you know, and it has its own representation. And the fact that that's consistent, I feel like you have no no thing to do but to elevate, you know. And in music, it can be stagnant. Sometimes you can't be creative at that point. But if you got something that's consistent in general, I feel like it can always evolve and grow, you know, and it can always be, it can always be, um, relevant you know so that's how i feel about about the merch bro okay now the merch did you i know you got a guy now that helps you know print it up but can you kind of talk about your journey on even just finding someone to help you print up the merch man bro it it was man first i, I just had like a online company just printing it up for me at first that's how it started then i realized that was only screen printing you know as i got my first order and stuff it was only screen printing and I wanted to be have a variety, you know what I'm saying? So I went to storage, look at the clothes that I had, you know, and seen the different materials. Okay, this is screen print, this is vinyl print. Research, okay, how do you get vinyl print up? Okay, we need a press machine or I need somebody to compress it for me. And that took trial and error, bro. There's been, you know, times where I didn't went places and they didn't print it the exact way that I wanted to print it. But at the same time, I still had to bounce back. If I would have stopped there, then we wouldn't be where we are now and be able to keep going where we're going. So the process is literally just keep going, bro, and seeing what you want to go and what direction that you want to go in and go attack it, go research it, go just jump into it and not be afraid of taking the L, you know? I would say, yeah, how do you stay so persistent? I say, I know there's there's many factors externally that could, you know, derail us from achieving what we want to achieve, but internally I know we can be our worst enemy. So how do you stop yourself from let going down a rabbit hole of like maybe I can't do this, maybe this is not meant for me. I would say that literally it's part of the game, bro. And anything that you're doing for specifically in clothes, it's part of the game. You know, you're gonna have to feel like that in order to be successful. Literally. If you don't feel that or you don't experience it or if you just stop there, you're never gonna get a chance to see what the potential is or what it was supposed to be or see yourself grow in general. So it, you just have to stay focused, bro. Just see where you're going in the long in the long run or the message that you're trying to send or what you're going for in the long term instead of 
what's going on now. If I stop there, it's never going to get to where it should be. So what would you say to a younger you? Would you do anything differently? Would you let it all play out the same? Actually, I did like a, a little docu-series, bro, and that same question was asked. Sorry to interrupt you, but can you tell us where the docu-series can be found? It's on my Instagram, Easy Money C with three A's, all lowercase, Easy Money C. That's my Instagram. It's going to be there. It's called the East docu-series. Shout out to my boy Prince. He's the one that actually recorded it for me. But the same question was asked, bro, and I'll tell myself to literally just try different things, bro, and don't be afraid to lose. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, keep your head up and keep your spirits high through it as long as your intentions is pure and what you're trying to do and that you're putting in actual heart into it, just do it, you know? And you can't lose that way. You'll be at peace with it, at least trying and you'll see what you meant to do, you know? Already, already. Now, it just came to me. I never got to ask, when did the business start and how long has it been? Has it been like a year or so? Uh, we're coming up on a year, bro. February 15th. Shout out to my dad. That's his birthday. So February 15th, which means you literally started a month before the pandemic was really <laughs> starting. So kind of talk to us about your your experience hustling through a panoramic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, bro, uh, it showed you how to literally hustle and maneuver around circumstances because I look at the way that I do things like, for example, Nike. Nike doesn't stop because of a pandemic. They had to find their way to maneuver around it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel successful businesses should be able to do no matter what circumstances it is. I know it's a virus and stuff like that. Things shut down. Things are slower. But it, show, it showed me my um, showed me how to be more professional, how to be more business savvy, how to have great customer service, how to keep people updated, how to successfully prolong and be relevant, you know? Because it's going to be times where life hits, you know, and I'm going to have to take a pause. But how can I still keep my name in this game? How can I still hustle around it, you know? And that's how I, that's how I <laughs> hustle through the pandemic, man. Hustle through the panoramic. panoramic. If you ain't out here hustling, I don't want to hear no <laughs> excuses. But I got one more question for you, bro, before we get out of here. What should your fans expect from you in 2021 on the fashion side and on the music side? My fans should expect more music throughout the year. Uh, visuals, visuals for sure. I haven't dropped my first one, but it's coming. Trust me, be on the lookout for that. But in in the project down the line, man, that's why I say be ready for in twenty twenty one with the music side. Uh, far as with my clothes, just more graphics, you know, just expanding more diversity, you know, and just evolving the brand into having other exclusive pieces other than just clothes, bro. Accessories, you know. Something that you can use every day other than just putting on your body. So it's going to go up, bro. Well, guys, you heard it here first on the local that he's coming with some exclusive pieces. So please be on the lookout. But see, if you could, before we get out of here, could you drop all your social medias? My Twitter is Easy Money with three A's. Easy Money with three A's. Uh, Instagram is Easy Money with three A's also, but add a C at the end of that. And my clothing Instagram is Easy Money Eastwear Clothing. No three A's on that one. You spell easy regular. Easy Money Eastwear Clothing. That's all of my platforms, man. Well, thank you, bro, for taking the time out your day to come do this podcast with me. And thank you for the listeners out there who took the time to listen to the podcast with us. But if you're interested in losing weight or maybe even gaining weight, definitely tap in for episode two. It's an episode you don't want to miss. But I'll catch you next time, guys. Have a good one. Peace.
say that one percent wasn't chosen sacrifices had to be made could it go the distance daddy hope you listen in i've been working on this for three hours shit it feel like three days not the most talented working harder than most i still got more to prove many mouths before i can talk common concerns man i treat them like electoral vote only my elected official comments i worry about most embracing them on but never seen while i call myself ghost i never took this here the same breath never thought it was a joke no cliches Release me from my past ways as I walk down this pathway.